Good morning and welcome fellow sovereigns. Um, this morning's, I think it's a short talk, comes um, sponsored <laughs> by my tenant on the Gold Coast. And um, so she's been in the house since November and she's been absolutely lovely. She's um, mad on um, cleaning and so that suits me. <laughs> She's very thorough. Um, way more thorough than <clears throat> I would ever think. So that's great. Well, one thing that she displays, shall we say, is something that reminds me of me when I used to be another me. Because in the conversations I have with her, and I've had quite a few, and the emails that I've had with her it's very difficult to stay on one subject. So she'll start doing that, talking about, I don't know, her son, and suddenly it's on to um, the politics, and suddenly it's on to whatever, it's on to the, the washing machine um, just got fixed. And then it's, and so halfway through that conversation, then it's on about the management of the complex that she's in, and, it's, and then it's the weather, and then it's, so no conversation is actually finished and then she's on to the next one, and I go, hang on, hang on, can we just get back to what you took, you know, can we finish this one, can we just sort this out, oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, of course, yeah, yeah, what we were talking about, and so I have to remind her, and there's this, I don't know what's going on in her mind, but I'm glad I'm not in there, it sounds like a very um, busy, jumbled place, and the same with the emails, they just, I don't know, there's just this, like this, Everything's in there. So there's no like one sentence and it finishes and another sentence and it finishes and another sentence. There's just, it all kind of, everything mixes up and she'll start with one subject and then, then she'll end with that same subject. But in the middle, there's 15 other ones. And I remember many years ago when I lived in Auckland and I was having lunch with a friend and um, she said to me, do you realize that you basically haven't looked at me once? And you looked everywhere, all over the place. And I, it was like, it was, a, it was actually a stunning moment for me. And I was a little bit upset. <laughs> but it was, I, I, I thanked her actually, because I realized that my mind was everywhere. And my eyes were everywhere. When I was eat, we were eating out on the, on the street in this beautiful cafe. And of course, you know, cars going by, people going by, there's lots of activity. And I was eating and I was looking around and I was talking to her and I was looking around and my my head was everywhere. And literally, my head was everywhere. My mind was all over the place. And it was a time when I was not still. And I realized, a little bit like my tenant, that when my mind was just all over the place, trying to fix everything, trying to... Uh, think about this and that. No, 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 no. There were a lot of issues that I had, and at one stage when I was in Auckland, I had my car stolen, and I couldn't. I ran out of money. I couldn't afford to pay uh, the rent where I was, and I had no job, and no, 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 everything was going wrong. So there was lots of. Um, it was a wonderful time. <laughs> Believe me, I had some quite amazing adventures, and um, we don't go into those, but. It wasn't a time of peace. It was definitely a time of frenetic, uh, doing this and doing that, doing this, all these other things. And I you know, did lots of things and met lots of amazing people. But it was not a time of peace. 
and so in a sense my tenant now on the Gold Coast is sharing my my house and my life with me in a way because she's in my house and she's you know looking after it I'm having to trust that she's doing it okay and I'm sure she is however her life is full of drama everything's terrible and everything's this and that and the weather's and the and the the management and the this and her son and this and that and everything's up you know and and you know when the washing machine oh that's right the little clip on the door on the washing machine and um you know she, she rushes around and it's just mad panic and i didn't know about it until afterwards and she'd got this guy in and she'd paid lots of money for him to fix it and all that and all she had to do was call me and say look and I'd, i would have fixed it for her as one can do over the internet <laughs> it's very easy but it's we're in the same kind of world in a sense and yet my world which is her world in, in the sense of my house when things need fixing um, I needed to get a new um, dishwasher so I just got it it was but for her the way she dealt with it it was just such the biggest problem out and don't know what to do and I, I don't know how you get new dishwashers and you can't get proper tradesmen nowadays and you can't trust anyone and I don't know where I'll get the money from and I just said to her just just ask me I'll do it yeah but you're over there and you can't I said I'll, I'll get it and the next day a dishwasher arrived and she couldn't believe it that one could organize a dishwasher from another country <laughs> and have it installed and it goes but it's like she's kind of looking for trouble. She's looking for things to go wrong. She's looking for misery. And guess what? She finds it. In all sorts of places. And she ends up having arguments with lots of people. And I don't think she gets on with any of my neighbours anymore. Which is a little bit... I feel sorry for everybody involved, actually. And part of that is that there is no mind. It's like, or there's no mind. Mind control sounds like the wrong thing. Sounds like a CIA operation. But mind control. And it's not really control. It's just being present. Because when it... And someone told me yesterday that um, so they were doing it um, using their intuition and, and just looking at me and saying that it looks like I've got to a stage now where the, like they saw the ocean and there's rolling waves and sometimes it's brackish water and whatever and I'm just floating through it and I feel like that's kind of happening where as we learn to still our minds the world still goes on. The world still does its silly thing. The world still is unkind and cruel and, and insane and all the rest of it. But we don't have to buy into that insanity. When we still our mind, we can be dolphins floating through the waves. Not boats bouncing on top of the waves. We can choose how we flow through the world. And I know my tenant seems to be bouncing along the waves. And every little thing just is a, is a, is a, is a, is a thing, <laughs> is a problem. And um, so, and I know that's where I was 
this was probably 30 years ago now. Um, I was bouncing along the waves and I was having a joyous time sometimes and I was having a non-joyous time. I was, you know, it was very huh, exciting and very um, terrifying at times financially. Um, I don't know how I got by. And somewhere along the way, I guess I've been, you know, doing a lot of this stuff and listening to people and reading books and watching videos and going to workshops and lots and lots and lots of things and doing meditation. And I find that when I still my mind and when I'm having a discussion with someone, there's one subject we're talking about and we hold that subject in mind and are present to it, then the conversations are more juicy. They're more full. And that, that presence. And yet when I have the conversation with my tenant, it's really, really hard work. And the conversations are not fulfilling because they're all about the drama, all about the what's going wrong. And... Um, so I just find basically that when I still my mind, I still my problems. The world carries on. It does what it does. I, I can't pretend that it's a nice world out there for a lot of people. There is mayhem and there's war and silly, absolutely silly stuff. But my world, because my world is not the world. The world is insane. My world is what I choose it to be. And when I still my mind, and just be present, that's how my world is. And here I am in this beautiful spot. It's absolutely soundless. There's not a sound in this suburb, in the city. Um, just up from the water, lovely neighbours, and my world is very calm and peaceful. Which is not to deny that there's cruelty and insanity and craziness out there. But we get to choose our world. That choice comes from the thing that keeps our ears apart. <laughs> No, I don't think our mind's even in there. That's our brain. That's a physical thing. Our mind is... I don't know where my mind is, but I know it's not encased in this skull. I feel like my mind is... It's out there as part of the mind. And when I connect with the mind, the bigger mind, there is only one. There is... Just this eternal peace. And I know I have, pro have not problems, I have decisions to make. There are choices I have to make. And sometimes I feel like I'm not sure which choice to make. And it doesn't matter, because whatever choice I make, I'm still going to be where I am. <laughs> I'm still going to be <laughs> living in the world. And so... The choices I make, it's almost like they become less relevant. What's more relevant is how I start to make those choices. And that's from a mind that's still.
And then I don't need to make the choices because I'm in, in, in contact with this bigger mind that simply guides, kindly guides, sweetly guides, just an amazing, things turn up, things happen. And I know we have to put our feet on the ground and do some action when we get hints and ideas about what to do. We have to get out in the world. But to me, it starts with stilling the mind. And I know, if you like, how I've come from there to here. It's like dramas used to be. I was full of them. I, I love them, actually. They gave me a juice. They filled me up with something that was missing, that emptiness. Now I have the emptiness, and that's... That's what I want, the the void, the openness, the just being open to the all-knowing. And I can't do that when my mind is full because that gets in the way. And if I allow it to drop, then emptiness fills me, which is a contradiction, but it's the only way I can explain it. Emptiness fills me. And from this emptiness, from this void, from this silent stillness comes all I need. And a little part of me is wanting to fix my tenant and help her still herself. And the bigger part of me knows that no instruction will help. And if she's open to it, then my beingness will be an example to her. If she's not open to it, then my beingness will not be an example to her. So really, it, in a sense, it starts with her. So I don't think we can teach people. We can only be people. And those around us who are open to this, when their mind, when they decide not to decide, when they choose to just be open, then maybe something will flow from one to another. Because I know that when I'm in the bigger one mind, the flow is there. And I find so often, you know, talking to somebody else, and we're just on that one mind. Paul, Morgan, haven't seen you for a hundred years <laughs> from school. So I just remind myself that when I'm still, my problems are still. In fact, they stop being. And so today I wish you stillness and the peace that comes from it and the deeper wisdom that comes from it. And I bless you and all who sail in her.